When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wondering what's next in your business or personal life? Welcome to Success to Significance, Life After Breaking Through Glass Ceilings, a podcast dedicated to helping you with all of life's challenges, discoveries, and opportunities. Whether you're seeking a new career, retirement, or simply wanting to make an impact in your community or the world, join Jen Duplessis and her guests as they explore how to start, what to do when you're in the thick of a change or growth, and how to leave a mark in this world after breaking through your next achievement. You are moments away from the aha you've been seeking. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Success to Significance. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. Thank you again for joining us today and taking part of your day to spend with us. We sure appreciate it. And hopefully we'll provide you with some great value here today as we always try to do. So Drew, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you after having to reschedule it a thousand times. And that was on me. So I apologize. But we're I'm so thrilled to, thrilled to be here. Thank you. So good to have you here. So Drew and I met through a coaching program that I'm part of, and you might be too. I don't even know. You just might be Paul's partner, but we met through the program and he has done some absolutely fantastic things in his life. And I thought, gosh, let's bring him onto the show. Let's let other people hear this fantastic story of yours because so many people are in transition right now trying to figure out, do I go back to work? Do I not go back to work at my job job? Maybe I should follow my passion. Maybe I should look at something different. Is this really what life is all about? So tell us a little bit about your story and how you, not where you're at now, but just a little bit about your background and your story. Well, thanks, Jen, for having me. I really appreciate it. And the three questions you asked, should I go back to my job? I'm in transition. Do I pursue my passion? That's the holy grail, right? Yeah. And sometimes it's a catch-22. So one side says, do what you love, and you'll never have to work a day in your life, and the money will follow. And some (laughs) do what they love, and then they make it some kind of job or some kind of work or some kind of business, then it goes from doing what they love to becoming a job or a business, then they no longer love it. So what if there's a way to be in the middle? What if you figure out what you love and then you figure out the best and fastest way to get there as the most fun, the most impact makes the most money. And that comes down to the next question, which is why do you do what you do? Do you do what you do because you're good at it? Do you do what you do because you like it? Do you do what you do because it has mass impact? Do you do what you do because it pays well? So there's that. Yeah, the old hedgehog. hedgehog. Yeah. So for me, I focus and I might drop some F-bombs. So I don't know what type of audience you have, but my F-bombs, and I drop them regularly, not necessarily in this order, are fun fitness, family, finances, and freedom. So those are my F-bombs. I love that. 
<laughs> I was all I was all tensed up for a minute there. I thought, oh gosh, here we go. But then I realized, you know what? I don't think I've ever heard you drop the real one. Yeah. So part of my fantasy is creating the F bomb era, the F bomb yeah. game, the F bomb sequence, the F bomb trademark, and really just teach those five things from whatever platform. And yeah. I'm kind of like manipulating that in my own virtual storyboard of how to brand, trademark, and then live into, oh, Drew's the F-bomb guy. Yeah. Or join the <laughs> F-bomb community or you know, dropping it. F-bombs. And yeah. then that's my brand. But my current brand is toes in sand, phone in hand. I love that. I don't think I've ever heard that. So I'm playing with that as a branding identity. Yeah. I network a lot and it often, what do you do? Sometimes you just have to say it. And then sometimes you have to like type it. Like, what do you do? Who do you serve? Who do you right, help? Right. What problem do your clients help? I help people find their F-bombs. <laughs> like I right. help people have <laughs> phone in hand, toes in sand. Well, how do you do that? Yeah. Well, we do it through branding and marketing and mindset and a little coaching and some multiple streams of income. So. I've got a story I'd love to share. It's my favorite story of all time. It yeah. always gets, um, it's not a bragging story, but it is kind of one of those unique stories that I think people like to hear. So I was 24 in 1996, and a brochure landed on my desk, on my lap. I was a brand new cyclist. I was doing, back in the 90s, AIDS rides. So Tanqueray hosted AIDS rides from Boston to New York, from LA to San Diego. So I did four, yeah. Boston to New York by bicycle, and then North Carolina to DC. And I raised about $10,000 for AIDS services in the mid nineties. Yeah. In 1996, while I was engulfing into the biking community, a brochure for Odyssey 2000 landed on my lap, which was January 1st, 2000 to January 1st, 2001, a 35 country year-long, 20,000-mile bicycle adventure around the world. Oh, my gosh. And you did that? And I did it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we started in LA. We went to San Diego, San Diego to Baja. From Baja, we flew to Panama, Panama to Costa Rica, Costa Rica to Chile, Chile to Argentina. From Buenos Aires, we flew to Johannesburg. From Johannesburg, we rode our bikes down to Cape Town, 30 days along the coast of South Africa. From Cape oh Town, we flew to Greece. Yeah. Two and a half months in Europe from Paris, we flew to New York, rode from New York to Montreal, Montreal to Quebec City, flew back to Western Europe. Two and a half months in, in Europe, up to Finland, Scotland, Ireland, back through Western Europe, we went from Germany to Austria, the wine country from Austria to Australia for the 2000 Olympics. Then two and a half months in Asia, Vietnam, Malaysia, Singapore, China, Japan, home. 35 countries. I was 28 years old. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I tasted travel and freedom. Yeah. And I came back in my mid thirties, working a job, running full speed in mud, having a newborn, paying $2,700 a month rent for 700 square feet in Manhattan. Oh my goodness. And that's when I had to recreate. So I didn't become an adult till mid 30s, married kid, expensive rent that I couldn't afford, working too many hours a week, chasing the dollar and not having enough 
month at the end of the money. Yeah. So I had to do a pivot. And that's when I found the home-based business model. That's when I found, I'm going to say it, scare away some of your clients, but I found network marketing. Right. And it wasn't a curse word for me. I know there's three types of people. So if you're listening, you're one of these three types. And you, Jen, are probably one of these three types. And I'd be actually curious to see which type you are. One type of person thinks it is the devil's work. It's just the most (laughs) painfully disgusting profession, not even a profession. It's like the worst thing a human can do with their life. Second type of person thinks this is democracy at its finest. I'd rather make 1% of 100 people's efforts than 100% of my own. This is probably the best business model on the planet. And it's the single best path to freedom in today's era. And then there's a third of people that say, well, kind of heard of it, not really for it. I'm not really against it. Maybe I used to have an aunt that had a garage full of shampoo, but I think some people are successful with it, but I don't really know what it is. Which type are you? You're an adult. It's crossed your path over many years. Are you, one, it's devil's work. Two, it's the best thing since sliced bread for financial freedom. Three, I think it's probably good. I just don't know much about it. Yeah. I'm three heading into two. Ah. No. (laughs) You know. (laughs) I'm three heading into two going, ah, you know, I I see it, but I don't see it yet at the same time. So now let me ask you this question before you kind of go. And you can come back to this again, but I want to cut before we start heading down any roads for anyone who's listening. I want to make sure that I kind of go back and say, you know, what, what did you do? What were you doing as a job when you were younger? Because you were riding bikes, right? You were riding a bicycle, but what were you doing for a job? Have you ever had a job? Because the reason why I'm asking this is that my son went to college, very elite, beautiful college. And he was an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur for most of my life and my whole family is entrepreneurial. And he said, well, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I already had a business going on the side and everything and went to college and started another business there. Almost got kicked off the football team because he started this business. And then as soon as he graduated, he's like, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I said, no, no, no. I want you to go work for the man because I want you to know what it's like to work for the man. Because if you start off in entrepreneurship, you know, and a lot of people that are listening are kind of thinking about that. If you start off in entrepreneurship and it doesn't work, you always have the, if it doesn't work, I'll just go back to the man. But I want you to go to the man so that you realize that it has to work because I'm never going to go back to the man. Does that make sense? (laughs) It makes sense. And it's a complicated topic. Yeah. I just saw a post that says by 2027, 85 million people will work when they want from where they want. And I'm thinking that's fascinating because that's very different than the last 70 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. And most people have jobs and there's nothing wrong with jobs. I think we're wired to be told what to do with structure. It's good. I, I did have jobs. I had lots of jobs. Most of them were somewhat entrepreneurial. So they were on that fence. So I'll share with you six jobs. So one was when I was 18, I sold hot dogs at Chase Stadium. So that was a fun job. That was where the Mets played. That was a fun job. I was young. I had energy. 
the guys that were full-time were adults, 40s, 50s, whatever. And I was young and I was playing and I was making money. So that was fine. In college, I worked at TGI Fridays and that was a great job because yes. I learned. Experience, yeah. By the way, I'm talking to all the waiters out there. If you were ever in service, I mean, yeah. it was great. I learned people management, emotion, time management, how to Fantastic shifting. Yeah. All that. Then I got a job. I worked for a cookware company. There's a famous sales trainer. His name is Zig Ziglar. And Zig started in cookware. So I was the pot guy uh-huh. or the pan man, depending on who I was talking to. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we sold China crystal and cookware. Wow. First to women, single women, yeah. then to brides. Then it yeah. became structured where we actually did bridal shows and expos. And then we did cooking demonstrations for groups of brides. And then I got to travel around the country and I learned all the skills there. Sales, phones, appointments, closing, presenting. Right. All, all the traditional sales things. Yeah. That was great. But then what happened was I was in my 20s and I was young and I was only dealing with engaged women. And I was feeling like, kind of like, yeah. So then I made a couple phone calls and I got involved in New York real estate. Yeah. Now, New York real estate was fun and fast, but I already had set the goal for the bike ride. So I needed to make money fast. And I happened to be in Manhattan renting apartments in the 90s in my 20s. So I had nothing but energy. Yeah. And it should have been a reality TV show. We had a 5,000 square (laughs) foot rental office and people just call. It was like a machine. People would just come. And if you weren't ready to buy a rented apartment now, there was someone else waiting. So I was in a fast community. So I learned how to think on my feet, how to work in teams, how to get people from, I'm going to give a bomb right now for anyone who's listening who's in any business. And you have a lot of listeners and people from real estate and mortgage and that type of mindset. So here's the lesson I learned back then. This is huge, impacted my whole life. If it was the right apartment, I could do whatever it took, holding no bars to get you in the apartment. If it was the wrong apartment, then I'm a pushy salesman. And right. I learned that fine line. Yeah. Sometimes I had to bring you in the ring. If I knew this was your apartment, I had to put on my boxing gloves with you, take all of your objections and do whatever it took professionally while you were paying me a fee to right. get you into that apartment because you had a dog or you had bad credit or whatever. But if it was the wrong apartment and I just went over that line too much and I was just a little too aggressive, then maybe I'm the pushy sales guy. And I had to learn that lesson the hard way. Cost me tens of thousands of dollars. But boy, was that a great experience. Yeah, I've been in sales for 40 years, right? So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, there is a fine line where you have to kind of sense, are we going over the line? And I wouldn't say it's a line, but yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, it definitely is. But you can sense when you have to kind of back off and jump back out of the ring and say, whoa, whoa, let me take a look at this and make sure it's the right ring to choose that battle to go into. And yeah. I could do a whole show for you on lessons from real estate from Manhattan. I mean, that's a book. That's yeah. a, that's, I'll buy that's it. a brand. You should write that down. That's all uh, right. Just there, write it down. You're ready to go. So thanks for sharing that because you are just loaded with lots and lots of sales experience, right? These lessons that you've learned from yourself as a salesperson that have brought you to where you are. And there are people that have salaries, that have jobs, that are thinking about making this transition, you know, our A transition into entrepreneurship. 
some type of entrepreneurship and they don't have that experience. So it becomes a bigger fear for them. Another F-bomb, right? Becomes another big, big fear for them. So what kind of advice do you have for people that are in that? And maybe this has to do with the ring. I've always said this. I say this to all my clients all the time. It's not a sales call. It's a service call. Ah. And as soon as you can get out of your head that it's not a sales call and it's a service call, that someone has a need for a product or a service that you have, you just have to find those people and you have to be able to make sure that they know. Then it becomes much easier to pick up the phone because how dare you not serve your clients? Right. <laughs> right. So that's again, the fine line. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and then here comes network marketing. Now, yeah. no matter how good your steaks are, you cannot sell them at a vegetarian restaurant. Right. <laughs> My wife is unrecruitable into the network marketing profession. I had to make a million dollars before she acknowledged it even as a business. Right. Yeah. However, and she still's not into it. And I'm into it probably 20 years. Now, I didn't make any money in my first five years, but I've been full-time for the last 15. Yeah. So here's the sentence that changed my life. And you started, and this will close the loop. You started with people in transition. Yeah. Marketing people generally don't seek it out. People seek out a better way. People seek out more freedom. People seek out, how do I get out of debt? People seek out, how do I get rid of my job? People seek out, I don't like my morning commute anymore. People seek out, how will I pay for ballet lessons or soccer lessons? Or how do I get my, here's another bomb. How do I get my children their first degree debt Free. Right. So these are problems of humans, adults our age, from janitor to doctor, from Yale to jail. People want a little bit more. Yeah. So they tend to stumble upon network marketing. I stumbled upon it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't in my groove in real estate coming home from the bike ride. I was looking for more of a freedom based business. I knew it must exist. And a guy said to me at a real estate event, you seem like a sharp guy. Are you the type of guy that keeps options open for additional streams of income? And I said, yeah, I'm open to additional streams of income. And I got into a company called Amway. Yeah. I didn't know anything about Amway, so I had no resistance. Yeah. I came from a marketing background, so network marketing made sense because I learned marketing and I was looking for a business. So I came in hungry with skills ready to work. And I made no money in five years. So that would send a lot of people running. Right. But the truth is revenue stream. Yeah. Yeah. The truth is I can enter your business and kill it in year one or struggle for five years. I mean, that happens in every business. I didn't kill it in year one. I struggled for five years and I quit, but I still heard the trainings and the millionaires and the diamonds over and over in my ear, in the books, financial freedom, passive income, residual income. So I went into sales, selling advertising, and then I joined my second company. And this time I was ready. Different product, great results, started telling everybody, and we went vertical. And I tell that story in the book, you can have it all, the ultimate guide to having fun, making money and living a good life. 15 years later, I have a peak performance strategist, Jen, And I help people bridge the gap from where they are to where they want to be. Sometimes network marketing is 
a great entry point for someone who wants to explore being an entrepreneur because it has some yeah. benefits. Yeah. It has some teamwork established. It has some products established. It has some customer service established. It's open in multiple countries. So for some, and what I wrote in the book is, it could be a car payment. That would yeah. save a lot of marriages if you can make an extra three or $500 a month. Yeah, it's funny you say that too, because network marketing, and I mean, let's be honest about this too, is that the term that used to be used was multi-level marketing, right? And now it's changed into network marketing because it really is a network. And it's funny because when I was making the transition from lending into what I do now, coaching, speaking, and podcasting, I had to have something to help me bridge that gap. Now, for me, it was completely different. Uh, For me, it was investment properties, which I have tons of experience in. So it was easy to make that transition. If you don't have that, I know a lot of people, oh, buy some properties because everybody says you can buy property. It takes time. It takes a lot of time to learn that trade. But I had, we used Airbnb is what we used. We said, okay, if I could, if we could rent out our house and rent out a couple of our properties and get a flow of income coming in, nothing would replace my income. We knew that because I had been in the business for so long and done so much volume, right? So nothing was going to replace my income. But the key was, could Airbnb sustain us if neither of us had a job? And the answer was yes, it did. And we grew it and we played with some properties and not others. We played with this house, like how often should we rent it? Should we not? Where do we go? What do we do? (laughs) Right. But it was the bridge for us. And it allowed me to exit mortgage lending on my terms, not on a recession, not on COVID, not on tax implications, not on layoffs from companies but to be able to exit on my own terms. So I think you bring up a really, really valid point of how important that is to have these other streams. With network marketing, it's totally different. You have to have my experience in order to be able to do what I did, right? (laughs) But with network marketing, you can find something that you have passion about, a product that you have passion, a service that you have, something that aligns with what you're going to be doing, perhaps if you decide that you want to go off on your own at some point in time. So I think that that's what's so powerful about it is there's so many different things out there that could help you accelerate based on where you're at right now. It comes to and what we talked about on the front end of the call. Where are you at right now? And where do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a gap. So what are your choices? You can either do more of what you're doing. Yep. You could shift entirely. And network marketing allows, when done right, it allows someone to transition for a season, whether it be a couple months or a couple years, to make some extra funds while pursuing another career and could evolve into a career. And what could happen, I teach what's probable and what's possible. It's probable that we can help you make a car payment. It's possible we can help you eliminate mortgage bill or something like that. It's possible we can help you add 10, 20, 30% to your already existing income. Yeah, And it's possible if you Seriously, like a business, we could replace double or triple your current income and all those things and everywhere in between. Yeah, absolutely love that. What uh, advice would you give to someone who's listening to this and said, oh, gosh, I never really heard of network marketing or maybe I knew it as MLM or whatever. 
what advice do you have for them in exploring these opportunities to bring in some extra money? I would say 100% unequivocally reach out to me. I will guide you in the right direction. I'll answer questions honestly. I have my hand in a couple opportunities that might work. I also can help you evaluate a companies. If you're evaluating companies, we have a whole network marketing division and I'll promise to be truthful and do my best and save people tens of thousands of dollars on their journey and maybe years of their research. Yeah. You know, I wrote a book, I wrote three books about the topic and I'm actively not only building as you know, but I also am coaching people in multiple companies and I notice some themes. So I'm a peak performance strategist designed for the network marketing profession. And I like to work with people who, who like to drop F-bombs. If you want to have more fun, create more flexibility, have more freedom, have more finances and spend more time with your family, then right. I might be your F-bomb guy. Yeah. That might be my new like I, I might have just is. birthed a new brand, the F-bomb guy. It totally is because it's something, it's a disruptor. And then everybody's like, oh, I don't know. But then you're going, oh, but I, it's all the good stuff. It's all the great stuff that's associated with it. I absolutely love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing your time today. I really appreciate it. I wanted to just give everyone the opportunity to see something that would be possible, something that's possible for them to explore, especially during COVID. This is when we're, There's a verse in the Bible that says, in so many words, be quiet, be silent, and then know, right? Be silent and know. And because of COVID, we've all been silent. We've had a lot of time to think. And now we have some more knowledge and all about knowledge brokers, right? We have more knowledge to be able to take really, really good action to change the trajectory of how our life is going to end up. So I want to say thank you so much for joining us today. So what is the best way for someone to get in touch with you? So I live all over. A, we can put a link below. We can definitely awesome. do that. Awesome. Yeah. The easiest that cuts through all the riffraff is called withdrew.com. Okay. Yes, you can Google Drew Berman. Yes, you can find me on all social media. I'll give you a gift. If you are even 1% interested in the world of network marketing, whether you're brand new, whether you already have a team, whether you've been in five companies, whether your spouse is doing it, whether you have questions, I have a training. It's free. It gives you the basics understandings of network marketing plus some tips on how to grow. It's the law of affluence.com goes directly to my free training. And if you just want to have a chat, like literally the way Jen and I are having a chat, just go to callwithdrew.com. It shows up on my calendar, no agenda. I ask you how you're doing, what do you want in life, see if we can collaborate. It goes directly to my calendar and it's kind of an easy peasy way of moving the ball forward. Yeah. Callwithdrew.com. Okay, so the law of affluence, right? Yes. A-F-F, affluence. All right. So I want to make sure I got that right. Not influence. So if you're listening, you won't be able to make sure that you have that there. Well, again, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing this information. And I hope those that are listening take advantage of what you're offering just to explore. Explore what's possible. When opportunity knocks, sometimes you have to answer the door and this is that opportunity. So again, thank you so much for joining us today. Appreciate have a, Thanks for have having great, me. Yeah, great. Have a great day. And listen, everyone, thank you so much for taking time out of your day again and listening to us. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to catching you on the next episode. You've been listening to Success to Significance with Jen Duplessis, the number one podcast for people wanting to give more value and make an impact. 
loved this episode, be sure to subscribe right now at www.genduplessis.com S2S for more stories, strategies, and thoughts to help you gain significance and success. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Join us next week for another breakthrough episode. Thank you for listening.